guys, Maestro here, bringing you episode 157 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about digital products. But first, DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two, one. Hey guys, Maestro here, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Maestro on the Mic. So, today we're talking about digital products. I felt like that little intro music was like kind of a little bit digitally, I wanted to set the stage for that. Uh, but today's topic came from Kate Foreman Yoga. Uh, she That's her Instagram name, anyway. She reached out, she asked me a question. She was actually listening to a previous episode and was like, hey, you mentioned that you were going to do these other episodes, and I was like... Shit, I did. Real talk, guys. I get really excited, and I have every all in you know all every intention of doing episodes that I bring up during episodes. But sometimes I forget. So if that happens, and there's a topic that you know I didn't bring up or that you want me to talk about, please DM me. Kate DM'd me. We had a great chat, and now I'm doing a whole episode just for the stuff she wanted. So if you have things that you want me to talk about or questions, whatever you want me to answer, DM me. I will get back to you. I'll probably answer the question there. And then I might do a whole episode because it gives me content. I know that you guys want it. So today we're going to talk about digital products. She had two specific questions. One was about evergreen. um, And she didn't really specify there or I forget whether it was evergreen content Um, Or no, she was talking about uh, like an evergreen funnel. So I'm going to talk to you about the difference between an evergreen funnel and what the hell a funnel is and evergreen content. And then the second question she had uh, was about the back end of creating a course and how I created my courses. So first things first, this concept of evergreen, that just means it's something that is always in season, right? That's always going to last. So as it relates to creating evergreen content, That can be a little bit more difficult, obviously, in our field, uh, if you're like in the kind of PT space, things like that, because techniques do change. This is oftentimes why I really like to speak about concepts, because they don't really change. The techniques and how we're applying them, that often changes. But if you're looking for something that's going to like withstand the test of time, then yeah, we want to look more at concepts than anything else. And what I would really like you to think about doing as it relates to, you know, having a digital business or having a business or any kind of presence or anything like that is creating long form content. Because in general, long form content tends to lend itself to that evergreen category, meaning it's like it can endure the test of time. So whether that's a blog or a podcast Uh, things that are longer form because one we don't own Instagram that shit dies and then you're going to be very sad so you want to make sure that you have a body of work established somewhere else Um, I think I've said in the past that I maybe would do an episode on starting a podcast I don't know that'd be very meta Um, but if you have questions about that just reach out to me and I'll talk to you about starting a podcast but what I'm going to encourage you to do is create 
a body of work somewhere that has long form content. So whether that's a blog, uh, a podcast, whatever you want, it just needs to live somewhere so that people can see like, oh, this is like what this person is about. This is how their brain works. Maybe it's, you know, YouTube videos. I would encourage you to have them also living somewhere else because if YouTube goes away, then you're kind of screwed. So just keep that in mind. Uh, As it relates to an evergreen funnel, now this is a concept that people really struggle with, just understanding what a a concept is, understanding what a funnel is. And actually, it wasn't until I brought on Claire Pelletro, um, and I'll link that episode, it wasn't until I brought her on that I myself understood what what a funnel was. So as it relates to the digital world and that phrase, a funnel, a funnel is simply a series of steps that gets the user, aka the person that's in the funnel, to take a desired action. So a funnel is not like a singular thing, right? It's a series of steps. And those steps could include a webinar. Those steps could include a free download. And then they get into a series of emails that get sent to them automatically. And at the end of that, it causes or the goal is to get the user to take a desired action. I am actually going to, I'm I'm strongly considering doing an entire webinar on what the heck these terms mean, web, uh, webinar, what these terms mean of, you know, lead magnet, funnel, pixels, things like that. So if you're interested, I actually just posted this on my Instagram stories, but if you're interested, do me a favor and just DM me at the movement maestro or email me shante at the movement maestro.com and let me know that you would be interested in a webinar about digital business, digital, digital products, really just understanding from like a very basic perspective what these terms mean of funnel and lead magnet and email marketing and all of that um, because I realize that people actually don't know what they mean and it's really scaring them away from starting and it really shouldn't scare you away. These things are cool to know but not imperative for starting uh, as it relates to the, the digital space. So if you're interested in that webinar, right, I want to see if there's, if there's enough interest. If you're interested, either DM me, let me know you're interested or email me shante at themovementmaestro.com and then I'll get that rocking and rolling for you. So back to what I was saying before, an evergreen funnel then would be a series of steps that you, that's automated that causes the user or the person in the funnel to take a desired action. Meaning this thing is automated. It happens without you being there. And this is a little bit more high tech. Oftentimes this is going to require you to run some ads. Those ads then get the person to, you know, sign up for an automated webinar or something. And then from there they get into an email sequence. And then from there at the end of that email sequence, they get sold, you know, your course or whatever it is. That can be done online clearly. Um, but there's different software platforms that you can use for that. Um, I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole, but that is what an evergreen funnel looks like. What I want you guys to understand is that as it relates to selling a digital product, you don't need any of that. And that's actually what I just did a post, um, about that. Uh, my daily maestroism was about that, that you don't need a pixel or, you know, a, a fancy complex funnel in order to start selling your digital products. You need connection, right? You just need someone that's willing to buy it and then you can sell it to them and you, they can pay you via Venmo or PayPal and you can send it to them via email. It's all, or you can deliver that service via FaceTime or Skype or Zoom, right? If you're doing like a fee for service kind of thing. So don't let all those fancy terms get in the way. 
Okay, but to answer her first question, Evergreen Funnel, I actually don't even have any in place right now because I I don't need to have them in place. Uh, It is a nice way to start getting some of that quote-unquote passive revenue, but you have to have the systems in place before then, and you need to know how to curate and cater to an audience organically before you try to go and pay to get one, right? So evergreen funnel, something that's going to run on its own, right? Like I have that breathing course and I could be, I could create a funnel where ads go out to a, a specific audience. This is down the rabbit hole a little bit, but for an example, I could create a funnel in which the first part of that funnel is an ad that goes out, you know, that gets posted on Instagram. They click on the link from that and they can get a free download. When they get that free download, I'm going to capture their email that happens automatically. And then that can drop them into an email sequence. Your email provider will do that. Uh, Not like Gmail. Uh, I use ConvertKit. I will drop that link in the show notes. Um, And I'll talk about this if you guys want that webinar, um, why I use ConvertKit. But I have an affiliate link. It'll be in the show notes. But that will drop them into an email sequence. They'll get a few emails from there. uh, And then from there, maybe one of the options in the email is to check out a webinar. And then they go and they click on that. The webinar is automated. I'm not giving it, right? And they go and watch that. And at the end of the webinar, it's like a pitch for buying my breathing course, something like that. So that would be an example of a funnel. Remember, a funnel is just simply a series of steps that gets the user to take a desired action. Right, a singular action. So if you want an evergreen funnel, you got to put those systems in place. But I recommend being good at doing this stuff organically. So that was also one of the one of the points that Kate brought up is that she appreciates the fact that I'm very honest about, you know, how I've done things digitally and, and my growth and success with things. And I haven't had to put any funnels in place yet. Because I had a really big audience before I launched something, right? So I've been waiting and, and doing, you know, free content and just putting stuff out there and having fun for five years. And then I put out my first digital product. So I already had, you know, 40,000 followers on Instagram and like this really warm audience that wanted to buy something. So we understand that, yes, my digital success came because of all the work that was put in before. I see people oftentimes trying to throw money at it and like, oh, we'll build this really elaborate funnel and we'll run these ads. It doesn't work like that. You have to understand where your people are at and who your people are before running ads could even work. So this is why I tell people I want you to be able to you know, grow at least somewhat of a following organically and be able to reach out to people organically. And then you can worry about running ads and such. Uh, tying into that that first point about evergreen, my recommendation for you is to have some sort of long form content, whether it's a podcast or a uh, blog or something like that, so people can get some insight as to like how you think, how you operate, right? And that is that remains yours forever. It's your body of work. All right, on to the second portion of this. This is a Thursday, not so shorty. So the second portion of this was creating a course. So you guys know that I put out um, Breathing with the Maestro. And then my second course was uh, Instagramming with the Maestro. Breathing with the Maestro is still available. Um, I will link that also in the show notes. Uh, But I actually used Vimeo the first time 
I put it out because I am all about just taking action, right? Take max, my goodness. I am all about taking action. Take messy action. I'm not even going to edit that out because that was messy action there. All right, so I used Vimeo to start off with because I just wanted to get it out there. And I, I did very well. Um, a lot of people bought it. But I realized I didn't like that platform. The pay structure wasn't great. You had to wait a long time to get paid. Uh, the the user experience, which is really one of the biggest things for me, probably the biggest thing for me, wasn't great. So while this is going on, you know, fast forward, I'm, I'm asking around and I actually switched everything to Kajabi. So Kajabi is like an all-in-one platform and I do not recommend it for people who are just starting out because it is very pricey. It, it is nice in that if you don't have an email service provider, or rather an email marketing provider, um, or if you don't have a website uh, or an, and you know that you want to host a course, you can do all of that within Kajabi. So I'm really just using that for them for the course feature. I have separate email marketing software, which was ConvertKit, um, but I just host my courses within Kajabi. And I'll put that in the show notes. It'll be an affiliate link. They always are. But if you are looking to, to you know host a course, online, then I would recommend that you look into something like Teachable, something like Thinkific, or Kajabi. The issue with a platform like Teachable is that you do have to host your videos on something like Vimeo, and then you embed them. And I I realize as I'm saying all of this, that some people are getting like hugely overwhelmed. Please reach out. This is also what I talk about in my one-on-one coaching. This is also what I help people out with in my uh, Instagram intensive. So understand that like I get this is a little overwhelming, but I want to put it out there. And, and if you're picking up what I'm putting down, amazing. If you're like, holy shit, this is the worst episode you've ever done, Maestro. I'm sorry. Uh, but this is the information that was asked. So if you want something else, make sure you ask. So if you're looking to do a course, um, you can look into Teachable, you can look into Thinkific, or you can look into Kajabi. I do not recommend that you host a course on Vimeo. Vimeo is good simply for like just videos. Like there's no like real interaction there. Uh, you can't really break it up into chapters. It's just like a straight shot. So that it's fine for that. Um, but if you want to break it up into chapters, let people you know, pause, stop, go back. Uh, they can leave comments. That's one of the reasons I went to Kajabi. It's a super sleek interface. You have a lot of uh, customization uh, capabilities on there. I personally have not used Teachable, nor have I used Thinkific, but I have friends who have used both, and that's why I give them the, uh, the recommendation as well. You will notice that Teachable, I believe, is the cheapest, um, but you will also have to pay for something like... Um, Vimeo to actually host the videos and then embed them in the course. I actually just heard of a new platform called Nama Stream. So not Namaste, Nama Stream. And I guess it's, uh, you know, course platform for people in that kind of yoga space. Um, one of the members of my Instagram intensive who lives in Australia is currently about to start using it. Um, so that's what she kind of played around with. There's another one out there called Member Vault. Um, that may be something to look into. I went with Kajabi. Danny Matei was using it. He recommended it highly. I'd heard of it. Um, and I'm the type of person that I very much realize you will either pay in time or you will pay in money. And I didn't feel like wasting time and like searching around and going back and forth. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to go with this platform. Danny likes it. It has a lot of uh, 
has a lot of features, has a lot, has a lot of room for growth. So if I do want to run automated webinars and things like that and have more of those funnels, I can do that. So that is why I went with Kajabi. Uh, so yeah, biggest platforms for, for creating the course. We're looking at Teachable, Thinkific, Kajabi, Namastream. I don't think you can host a course in ClickFunnels. You might be able to. I had ClickFunnels for a little bit. Um, and I know that now it's getting extra confusing because I'm saying the word funnels again, but this is another software um, called ClickFunnels. I had it for a little bit. I never even used it. And so I just actually canceled it and then got my act together, went with Vimeo and then switched everything over to Kajabi. Like I was saying before, yeah, you're going to pay in either time or money. So my advice is if you do have a little bit of that financial you know, flexibility, just pay for the thing, right? And then you can switch it later on if needed. Uh, you can switch between all of those platforms. I do, however, really highly recommend going with ConvertKit for your mailing platform. MailChimp is free and you get what you pay for. It's a piece of shit. So please don't bother. You're going to get a super headache from that and it's just not worth it. Um, there are plenty of other providers out there, um, but I absolutely love ConvertKit. It offers a lot of room for growth. It is member-based versus list-based, meaning you don't get charged per person or per list you create, aka if you have two, the same person and you have them opt into your mailing list twice, you will only get charged for one person, even though they are on two separate, they would theoretically be on two separate lists um, because it is member-based, not list-based, which is really nice. Uh, some of the other things out there like Aweber, those are list-based, so you often get duplicate charges, which sucks. Uh, but uh, it is an OG, so that's why people oftentimes go with that. And it's cheaper. Um, but I'm all about growth, and I knew I would grow into ConvertKit. They're, they're actually a small company. I'm actually speaking at their uh, conference next year, and I'm so incredibly pumped. I went to their craft and commerce uh, conference two years ago when I was sitting there in the audience and I was like, one day I'm going to be on that stage. I made a promise to myself and fuck, I'm doing it next year. Um, one of the main stage talks, it's like a TED style, TED talk style. And I'm so, so pumped. It's just a really good, you know, company vibe. They listen, they have webinars all the time. They're always trying to like up level their products. It's just a phenomenal company. So if you are looking for an email marketing platform, I highly, highly, highly recommend ConvertKit. Like I said, it's in the show notes. If you have any questions about that, let me know. It integrates with your website really, really easily. Uh, and yes, you all should have a mailing list. If you want to do anything, you want to sell anything digitally, get yourself a mailing list. So uh, I'm not sure if I answered fully the question of creating the course. I said what I used. Uh, for me, I think my biggest piece of advice for you guys is do not build anything until you know they want it, right? That whatever that was a field of dreams, whatever it is, build it and they will come. Don't do that for your digital products. Make sure they want that shit and then you build it. So I have my Instagram intensive members going through this right now where you're, you do market research and see what the pain points are of your audience and see where the gaps are and see what they need help with. And then you create a course and you create buzz around it and you let them know that they're involved with the creation of this and they're that much more likely to buy it. Because oftentimes, you know, we get excited and the thing that we want to deliver maybe isn't the thing that they want or need. So if you want to kind of ensure the best thing you can do to, you know, quote unquote, ensure some sales is make sure that they want the thing and they need the thing. 
So ask them first. So that's actually why I did the breathing course first. I, I thought about what would be the easiest thing for me to create. And then I, you know, sourced and was like, what are the people having questions about? And then I went further once I decided it was breathing. And I asked through email and through social media, through uh, Instagram stories, I asked like what their biggest pain points were. I was like, what is the number one thing that you are confused about with breathing? And I get all these answers back. And that is how I built the course. Yes, I put my own information in it in terms of like the structure and the things that I knew I really wanted to get across, but I made sure that I answered their questions because those are people that are, that are paying. So you want to make sure you give them that experience and you answer their questions, right? Give them what they want. So I think that's probably one of the biggest things I see when people create something and it doesn't do well is that I'm like, do people actually want it? Yeah, you have to have an audience, but then do they actually want it? Seth Godin says it, and I, I use that quote all the time. Don't find an audience for your product. Find a product for your audience. So you show up in places like social media. I, I love Instagram. It's really low-hanging fruit. People are there. Lots of people. You can get exposed to lots of people. You create that community, you provide lots of value, you show up, you provide lots of free information day in and day out. You establish trust, right? They get to know, like, and trust you. And then you figure out what their pain points are. If you're currently practicing, right, you know, you see the same things over and over and you see what people need. So you're starting to hear their pain points and then you can ask them. And then you create the thing that fills that void, that solves their problems, right? That, that answers their needs. And then you use their words to market it. That's really, really important. I see too many providers using a lot of jargon, and that is a big barrier because people don't even know what it means. Or they don't know that, that the thing is for them. So make sure that when you're marketing it, you're using the words that they used when they were explaining the problem to you. This way, you know that they understand ooh, what the heck it is that you're selling and what the heck it is that you're talking about. Okay. So I'm not sure, you know, what else uh, maybe that I, I didn't, that I could talk about with the course. Um, but like I said, I use Kajabi. Um, I know some of you probably, if you've bought my courses, uh, I've had people reach out and they're like, how do you do that picture in picture thing where like I have my face on the screen as I'm going through PowerPoint. So I just use a PowerPoint. I create, I like PowerPoint better than Keynote. And I used a thing called Screencast-O-Matic. It was like $40 or something for the year for the, like the upgraded version. And that allows me to record my screen. And one of the options is I can record my screen, but then I can also use a webcam. Um, I use a Logitech webcam. I'll put my Amazon link in the, uh, my Amazon affiliate link in the show notes and you can see what, uh, what, uh, what is it called? Webcam that I use. So I use Screencast-O-Matic. It allows me to record my screen on the screen. I have my slides and then I have myself in the corner because it allows for that picture in picture function where it's me going through the, the webcam. Uh, and then I take those recordings and I, you can upload, you can upload those right to Kajabi, which is beautiful. I don't need to host them anywhere else, but otherwise you need to get something like, um, excuse me, you need to get something like Vimeo and host them there, which is an additional fee. And then you can embed them into, you know, Teachable if that's what you want. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty proficient at creating PowerPoints. I've been doing it for years. I think it's one of the best things to come out of PT school. Uh, I also integrated some videos that I just shot in my living room and I used my phone. I, I, you don't need to use a fancy camera, DSLR, if you want to, all right, cool. But iPhones take really good videos. 
Um, so I use that and uh, you can put videos together very easily on, uh, I have a Mac, so I use iMovie and I can, you know, put the recording uh, from Screencast-O-Matic, splice in my videos from my iPhone and they have the stuff they need. Or I could just put the video from my iPhone in. You really, you have a lot of flexibility with these online courses. You put you know, different modules and such up. And then I just marketed it via Instagram. I did a bunch of marketing via um, email. And this is like I said before, you want to make sure you have an email list and you give a discount to people that are on your email list because those are your super fans. They took the time to give you their email address. Dude, show them some love and open up the doors early to them and give them discounts. So I know this is definitely a lot. Kate, I hope you got a lot out of this. Um, if you guys listening are still listening, you are amazing. I know it's a lot. I love this stuff though. So if you have questions, reach out, you know, set up a maestro meeting. I'll link that in the show notes. Uh, consider joining the Instagram intensive because we do talk about this uh, in the sixth week and understand that these are the components of digital business and having a digital product, but you can totally learn them as you go. You don't need to you know, have 18,000 steps planned out and have an elaborate funnel and have a pixel on your website. And then, you know, you can literally get started with a digital product today, right? Remember, I have had good success with it because I had all of the footwork in beforehand. I had built this audience. That's the number one thing is find, create. Now, I don't want to say find, create an audience. Find your people, show up for them, get them excited. Show them that you can help them. And then you ask what their problems are. And then you create a product that fills that void, that answers those problems, that solves those problems. And suddenly you've got yourself a digital business. All right, that was a lot and I'm kind of tired now. I will put all of that stuff in the show notes. Remember, if you are interested in a full webinar on this, and it'll be free, right? If you're interested in a full webinar on this, and like I always do, if you sign up for it, then you, get, you can watch it whenever because you'll get the link to the replay. Please DM me at the Movement Maestro or email me Shante at themovementmaestro.com and let me know that you're interested because I want want to make sure that there's a need. All right, you do your market research first, see if people need it, they want it, they say yes, then you create the thing. Create a product for your audience, not the other way around. All right, guys. I'm officially going to wrap it up. You are phenomenal. Thank you for spending, you know, whatever it is, we're at like 27 minutes of your day with me. Thank you for the reviews. Thank you for the likes. Thank you for the messages on Instagram. Thank you for the reposts. You know, you're taking pictures of that uh, you're listening to the uh, episodes and I see that you guys updated your apps. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You guys are phenomenal. Okay. Until next time, friends. Maestro. Maestro.